Hello ladies and gentlemen, as you guys already know, today is Tuesday the 28th. I normally don't do a, a, a podcast on the 28th, and the reason for that is because I'm the type of person that wants to do a podcast when I want to do a podcast, but most of the time I'm, I don't have a schedule for it, but I think I'm doing podcasts every Thursday. The most important uh, uh, podcasts are Thursdays and then Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday is just random podcast that that doesn't really have to do with whatever the podcast is. So it's just like a, a filler of podcast. Like if I want to get something out there, it's out there for you guys. So that's what I'm saying. If I just feel like doing a podcast, I just do a podcast. But it's it's something that I have to try to get out of the way before I do the main podcast that I'm planning to do. So ladies and gentlemen, today is Tuesday the... Today is Tuesday the 28th and today we got we got the announcement for the Sony A7S3. And the thing is pe- people are excited. People like me are excited for that camera. And the reason for that and the reason for that is because I would say it's because of the, the, the camera capabilities where you get, oh, you get 4K at 60 FPS. You get, you get very good video qualities, okay? The video qualities have always been good on Sony's. Don't get me wrong. And I'm a Sony user. I'm not saying I'm a Sony fan because I would jump ship from Sony as long, as long as the, the company decide, as long as the other companies decide to add features that are more, more usable than on Sony. And I do get what people are saying that, that it's all about Canon and Canon's the best and Canon this and Canon that. Yep. Canon could be good, but the thing that I have right now is that the Sony that they brought out today, which was the Sony A7S3 or the unveiling. And it is, it is an incredible camera. Now you have a flip out screen. So, if you've used the Canon DSLR camera and you use the Sony DSLR camera, they've never had a, a flip-out screen. The Canon did, but the Sony never had it. But now the Sony does have the flip-out screen. And now they, they've, they've looked at, I guess it's like they looked at the Canon and now they have the same features as the Canon. That they have the flip-out screen. The Now you can see your stuff through the... the now the... the, the, the um, the settings are all similar to what the Canon has. I'm not saying it's 100% similar, but it's it's very similar to what the Canons already have. So that's good. And I love that. I love when you can flip out the screen because all my cameras or all the DSLRs and everything that I've ever seen is has been Sony or Canon. I, I'm from back in the day when we when our first camera, like a point and shoot camera, was a was a was a Kodak. We had a Kodak before before the Sony the Sony cameras and then before that we had a video camera back in the 90s. And we've we've always had a a camera or something like that. And I'm kind of disappointed with the Sony the Sony A7S3 at the same time that I'm happy about it because they've added in the video department everything's amazing amazing video quality but if you're going to take photos some people are saying 12 megapixels is not good 
12 megapixels is not good. And maybe the video quality is not great either. I mean, based on what people are saying, the video quality is good. But then there's other people that say, oh no, the video quality is not, not as good as the Canon EOS R5-6. And, and I, I kind of get it. Because the, the Canon has 42 megapixels compared to a 12 megapixel uh, camera. But you always have to fa you always have to know this, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you that are camera enthusiasts and all about the megapixels. No, it's not all about the megapixels. Because if you could have like a hundred thousand megapixels, but what, what is it good for if there's no video stabilization or there's no stabilization in the camera and when you take the photo it just starts wobbling and then the, the video I mean the video and the photos look gross. They just look all nasty. So if you're gonna have if you're going to have a, a good uh high megapixels you have to have the the everything else be tuned for that. And that is and that's the sad part about things but both of them have both of them seem to be good but I don't like the the camera qualities when it takes when it's about taking photos. Like nowadays 12 megapixels doesn't mean anything. Like that was back in 2000 I would say it's like the iPhone years back in 2000 what what is it 2010 or 2011 when they had like 5 megapixels or or like 6 megapixels like it's crazy but that that's what i'm saying like that's already like almost 10 years ago that they had the the megapixels below and that's one thing i don't like about sony that they kept they kept the the they kept it very good in the video department the overheating issues are gone the overheating is just magnificent no more overheating but the but the only thing that really does uh, feel really bad is is the, like I said, it, it's the is the megapixels, because twelve megapixels on the DSLR is not good. It's not that maybe it's good. No, it's not good. If you're going to have a DSLR, you wouldn't have twelve megapixels. That just doesn't make sense, ladies and gentlemen. That does not make any sense to have twelve megapixels when you can have a a hundred megapixels and they're better. But uh, megapixels actually does mean something if you're going to use it for zooming in. If you're going to zoom in to to a, a particular thing, it's good because mega the more megapixels, the better it is to determine what, the farther the the subject, so you can bring it closer to you. So that's what I'm saying. Like I'm the type of person that I'm the type of person that wants an all-round uh, uh, feature camera or device and the thing that disappoints me now really between the Canon and the Sony is that the Canon decided the Canon uh, company or the people in charge of Canon they said oh let's add 8k and now we're going to downsample it to 4k that sounds good doesn't it 4k I mean 8k to 4k that sounds incredible. I, I I agree with that. That sounds incredible. But the, now, the biggest, the biggest uh, disaster about having 8K to 4K now is the overheating. Now the Canon is overheating. 
and and look, I've I've used Sony, and that's why I said, oh, I kind of think I want to stick with Sony because I that's what I know. But I'm not saying I'm a Sony fan. That if Canon doesn't, like I said, if Canon doesn't bring something, I'm I'm mad. No, I, I mean I'm mad if if I'm going to be mad at Sony if if Canon brings out better features. No. I'm not a fanboy of none of that. I just say, oh, if Canon's going to have better features and I'm jumping ship to Canon. Or if Canon is my particular camera and then after I say, no, I don't like the Canon, so let's go back to Sony. Yeah, I would do that. But like I'm saying, I I'm I'm not the type of person that's going to say, oh, it needs to be a Sony because Sony's the best. No. But what what really surprised me is that yes, Sony definitely got rid of the heating issues. Like from one year, from one camera to the next, like every camera had the same problem every single year: overheating, 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 and overheating. And now with the new one, it's like, what happened? No more overheating, and there's no fans. There's nothing in there. It's just weird. It's just crazy how. Sony has fixed all their mess, but I'm waiting for the next camera. I guess not. Not this one in particular, but I'm. I guess I'm. I'm going to be waiting for another camera to come out from Sony because twelve, like I said, twelve megapixels. I don't think it's it's great. Maybe in 2010 or 2011, it's it's good, but no, it just doesn't make sense to have. 12 megapixels in 2020 like it just doesn't make sense and i'm definitely not going to get that i'm definitely going to check to see what what these camera companies have in the future but canon having 8k and down sampling it to 4k sounds pretty good but now it's overheating issues and now it's backwards because what people don't know is that canon is a type of company that will not add features to their device if they know they're going to have overheating issues and sony is the type of company that says who cares if we have overheating issues at least we have all the features that people are asking for we give you everything you're asking for and we're giving you more things that you never asked for but we're giving it to you because we're we think it's it's something you're going to like and that's something i'm surprised that the tables have turned like the coin was flipped like now it's now sony's good and canon is is going bad but the thing that i that some people like to say is that canon has better uh better uh pictures or a better color the color on the on the camera or the color science that they did was was incredible and i do uh, i do agree to some extent that that canon's camera uh science is just amazing it's incredible but then but the thing that canon has that's kind of bad in my opinion i'm not saying it's a fact but that's my opinion that canon is a type of company that that is good during the day but during low light low light features or when it comes to low light capabilities it's not good it's not good in low light and that's something that that Sony has and has always had that low light gets better every single year but with Canon it's just have better 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 feature 
has always been better features, better, better, uh, a, a color science. So now everything looks as if you're looking at it with your naked eye, which is crazy. But now they, now Canon has screwed up. And do I think that is it? It's bad for Canon. I would say yes. It's bad that that Canon has screwed it up, but maybe they're they're going to fix it in the next iteration of cameras. The let's say the the Canon R seven or whatever they call it next, the Canon R whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it kind of for me, I'm not I'm I'm not the type of person that that sticks to one camera and say, oh, that's the best camera in the whole entire world. No, I would I like I said, I just jump ship. Like if if Sony is not great, then I jump ship to Canon, and if Canon is not great, then jump to Fuji, or if not Fuji, jump to Nikon, and if not Nikon, jump to something else. And that's just me. So that that's a good thing for for Sony. They're going in the right direction, but with the camera qualities of taking photos, it's just not good something they need to fix in the next iteration of, of cameras which we're waiting for the for the uh the sony the sony a7 r4 whatever they call it next or r5 or whatever they want to call it because now they have this is my problem with all these cameras though that there's definitely millions of different cameras made by the same company like we have the sony the Sony A6600 or the 6500. I don't know which one's the newest one. Then they have the Sony NX, N, NX, NX or NZ or something like that. The new one that they came out, the, the pocket, the point and shoot uh, Sony. And then, and then I don't know a lot about the, the Canons, but there's a lot of them also with the Canon Mark, Mark, Mark IV, the the Sony, I don't know if the, there's a Mark IV, but the the Sony, uh, the Canon Mark IV, the ADD, there's the the Canon Rebel series, the EOS R, and some people have said, yeah, these cameras are great, and some other people say these cameras are not good. What what is your problem? You're you're giving us the same camera every single year, with a little bit of tweak. One one more feature, two more features, and it just goes like that. While Sony, like I said, Sony is the type of person, I mean, the type of company that decides we're going to add these features this year. Next year, we're going to add more features, but then there's sometimes where there's cameras from Sony also that they say, oh, we're going to add these features this year. Then next year, they remove the features and add different features or they just add one feature and then they say, oh, it's a completely new new camera. Because, yes, some some other cameras have that feature where, oh, it's low light. Or it's for shooting animals. Or it's for shooting car races. Or it's for shooting wildlife. Or it's for shooting the, the sky. And, and and that's what confuses all, all of us that are that are camera enthusiasts that are looking for the best camera out there. Which is confusing. So, 
that that's what that's what's so confusing right now and for those of you that are camera enthusiasts it, it, it's getting confusing it's been confusing for me because I'm like I'm a so I'm a Sony user I want to go for Sony because if I'm going to invest on the camera I'm going to invest on the glass too and the glass and everything is just so expensive so I'm like I want to stick with a company where where in the future if I buy the, the this camera I I buy the lenses and then I I have these these lenses and then I don't want to jump ship to oh this other company and then have to buy lenses all over again from from zero again start again and say here we go we're going to get the 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 F mount lenses or EF or the whatever other lenses out there so it's just a little bit confusing I don't want to be that kind of person where I invest a million dollars or whatever I invest in in Sony glass Sony cameras and Sony glass then a couple of years later I decide not to invest in Sony anymore then I say I'm going to invest in Canon and then I'm going to use Canon glass and then after that I'm going to jump ship again to another camera it, it it just doesn't make sense to me and I do understand why people say oh I have a a, a Canon camera and I I've invested in Canon I can't go to Sony and invest in Sony because I already have Canon and Canon has been good but now Sony has better features but I can't jump ship because I already invested in glass and glass is is valuable you, you don't really you don't understand how glass is, is more more expensive than the the camera itself like dang it, it, that's how it is I'm just like surprised also that I, I I'm surprised that Canon I mean that that camera glass the 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 lenses are more expensive than the camera itself so that's crazy and the other thing I have to say is that that that's that's crazy I just want to invest on something that I'm going to continue to invest in the future not something that I'm going to invest one year then next year I say buy buy Sony or buy Canon or buy Nikon or buy Fuji or whatever else cameras out there and then I'm jumping ship to the next one I, I, I do understand where people are coming from that they say I don't want to switch cameras because if I switch camera I've already invested in all of this then I'm going to invest in all that doesn't make sense and I do understand what, where all of you are coming from all you guys that are listening that own cameras and say oh I, I invested in this one yeah thank you I, I just have to say ladies and gentlemen thank you for investing in cameras because cameras are always going to be the way that's how you can document your from beginning to the end like say you you want to you want to take pictures of your child so you do it from the very beginning all the way to the end and then the same thing goes for for if you have a a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend a husband a wife a friend who you who you love and i do mean love as in if you have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or a husband, or a wife, and you love them, you want to take pictures with them. And and you're not going to get amazing pictures from a, a cell phone, and then you're going to say, it's better than having a camera. 
a DSLR camera. Never. But like I said, if you invest in a, on a DSLR camera, good for you. Invest in something that you love. Invest in a camera that you love. Invest in it. But don't don't think because somebody tells you, oh, Sony's the best. You just go for Sony. Or if somebody says, Canon's the best, just get it. Yeah, you could get it, but then it has heating issues. I have a Sony DSLR camera, and I I like it. I like it. I have to be honest. I, I do like it, but... There, there have been times where where I've been in my kitchen and I've had <clears throat> I've had camera issues with the with the cam uh, with the camera I've had heating issues and then yeah I, I guess that's the only thing I've had issues with as a camera itself just the heating issues is what I've had in the on the Sony cameras so that's something I have to I have to be I have to be honest about if you get anything other than the the Sony A7S3 yes heating issues heating issues heating issues and and you would be surprised that 2019 heating issues 2018 heating issues like like most cameras now don't have heating issues but they do I mean some of them now have heating issues and and that's where everybody's having the same problems. Like all cameras are having the same problems where, oh, we can't let you record more than 30 minutes because then the camera will overheat. We can't let you, we can't put these features because then the camera will overheat. We can't, we can't let you use it for more than 30 minutes in the sun because you have heating issues. So I do understand that. I do understand why these cameras companies do not say let's throw every single feature out there let's just put it out there and you figure out if you if you have problems or not and then you could give us feedback i do understand why they do that yep i definitely understand and and that's that's just the thing that i have uh, i mean not not against these companies but i do understand why they don't do it but Wow, Sony has gone in the right direction already. Like everything on the on the on the Sony camera, now you can touch. It's all one hundred percent touch screen. Everything you do, touch screen, touch screen, touch screen. Not like before. Oh, twenty percent of the cameras touch screen. The rest is the rest of the menus are all all digital. I mean, all by a press of a button. Only one one or two features is. A pre I mean, it's, it's you can touch the screen, only two features, and then the rest is all buttons. No, now, now it's all 100% touch screen. If you want to use buttons, you can still do it, but now it's all touch screen. So, like I said, Sony's going in the right direction, definitely right direction. And then, the the and then, like we said, the the color science from Sony. It's it's not there yet, but it's already in the right direction. It's already going in the what like eighty percent in the right direction. So they still have to work on that, but it's already amazing. No more purple tint or whatever they did before with the purple tint or or the the like blue tint that they had before or 
green tint. It's just like that's what that's the problems I've had before with these cameras, where I'm shooting a, a video where I shoot, I uh, yeah I shoot the video, then it's I get a blue tint or a purpley tint or a magenta tint, which is not good, but Sony fixed it. That's just who Sony. Sony fixed it. Sony definitely fixed it. So that that was it, guys. Now I'm going to jump to a different topic just for the last remaining time. The topic is going to be... Okay, so la last week I talked a little bit, or, or two weeks ago, I talked a little bit about, about Acura. And I'm going to jump again to talk about Acura. So now I do understand why people do not get Acuras. And I do understand why people, uh, some people do not get Lexus. They do not get Mercedes-Benz. They do not get all these, these more expensive cars. Okay? I do understand. I do understand why people do not get high, high I mean, expensive cars. The, re the reason you see, let me explain to you, those that don't drive and that don't own a car or that your parents gave you a car and they said, here you go, here you go, you drive it, you could drive us to to the beach or go with your friends to, to eat or do something. So the reason that you don't see pe more people with Acuras, you don't see like many more people with Lexus, you don't see tons of people with Mercedes-Benz or, or Audis or or the the Camaros or like the more expensive cars. Like you don't see people with a lot of people with, with Cadillacs. Like the trucks, $100,000 trucks, you don't see them. It's because look, recently I went, we went to the dealer, me and my father went to the dealer we went to check out a car or I think we went to, to get a, a, a part for for our Acura MDX 2007. And that's already that's already a 13-year a, a car. Okay? It's a 13-year car. So you can't say, oh, because it's an older car, the, 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 the parts for the car should be less expensive. Technically, you would be right. Because may maybe other comp other car companies say, "Oh, you have a you have a, a let's say you have a, a I don't know anything about Dodge, so let's just say let's just say you have a you have a Honda oh no you have a you have a a, a Hyundai let's just say you have a Hyundai or you have a, a Kia and then all of a sudden you say, "Oh, I want to get a I want to get the parts for this car." get them for me and they do have them but then they say oh it's gonna cost maybe 50 bucks or 140 dollars or 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 something i mean like if if a part for an acura is like say a hundred dollars or 140 dollars then for the for the hyundai or the kia it's probably gonna be 50 bucks or 40 bucks i assume because it's like a cheaper quality car or a lower quality or a lower end car. But we went to we went to get like a part for our Acura MDX that was peeling off or something. And the guy said 
yeah, we, we can order it for you. We will have it in this amount of time. And I said, okay, that's good. We all, we both of us said, it's good. Get that part. Get it for our car. We want the car to look better. But then when we got the total, because he said, oh, we have a pack for four. And we'll give you a pack of four of these chrome out, these chrome pieces for the car or for the truck, the SUV. And and it was crazy. It was crazy because he said the total will be five hundred dollars. Like I mean, I mean it's not technically five hundred dollars, but it's somewhere in the lines of five hundred dollars. Okay, four pieces that are just chrome, just chrome pieces. It's not something that oh you're going to change the these lights or you're going to change this. No. It's not something that is, it's a, ma- a major uh, a change that you're going to do, like something that needs to be changed or if not, the car won't run. No, it, it, it's good. But these, these features, these Chrome features, 500 bucks for four, four of them, like it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. And I, I'm astonished. So I saw, I saw the Acura MDX the newest one and i i i loved it i loved it the only thing that i was disappointed was with the color because they have they have this thing called the a spec or the i think the limited edition a spec which is like technically the highest of high-end acuras i mean like the mdx is like the highest of high-end like tl uh, the tlx the the ilx the the I don't know which other RLX which they say oh we can make an A-spec version for this but I didn't, the only thing I didn't like about the, the vehicle was just that I would say the I would say that that is the color it was red I'm the type of person that would more likely like I, I would more likely get the car in in, in blue in its blue like the if you've seen the Hondas, the color blue of Honda, it's incredible. It's incredible. The seats are incredible. I sat in there, just felt amazing. Just, oh man. It was just a, an amazing experience to be in that MDX. It, it was amazing, but the thing that I didn't like about the MDX, like I said, just that there's less less room in the in the trunk like the trunk is is been shrunk down that's the only thing i didn't like about it just the that the trunk got shrunk down but other than that the car was i mean the truck looked amazing amazing but the thing is is that the guy said that the car i mean the the, the acura mdx was around like 61 i think 61 to like sixty five thousand dollars for the vehicle like Oh man, I don't think it was a 2020 though. I think it was a, I believe it was a 2019. I don't know if it was 2020. Not not sure, ladies and gentlemen. But the Acura, the the Acura MDX A Spec Limited Edition, I think it's called. It it has super all wheel handling or whatever the the super handling features of of the other vehicles 
of the other Acura, so that's good. That That's a good thing, the super handling. It's great. But something I have to say is that $61,000 or $65,000 is a lot. Okay? $61,000 to $65,000 is a lot for the car. It's a lot. And I think the guy said, the, 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 the salesman said that the car was like, I would say maybe, I don't know if it's true or not, but he said that it was like six hundred like six to eight hundred dollars a month for the car i mean not the car but for the suv six to eight hundred thousand i mean six to ah six to eight hundred dollars six to eight hundred dollars that's 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 a lot ladies and gentlemen that is a lot six to eight hundred dollars a month that is crazy and then don't forget, don't just think, oh, those of you that don't drive or those of you that, that drive, uh, uh, that know about cars and you, you have a little, a little knowledge of cars. Don't just think, oh, don't worry. I could get a car that's like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, sure. But you still have to remember the insurance on top of that. You still have to get the insurance. And on top of that, the insurance is, is a lot more expensive. And that's that's not good. I mean, I I do get that the quality of the car is durable. It's it's stylish. It's fast. What else can I say? It's just amazing. Just the car is amazing. I have to be honest. The car is amazing. But like I said, like paying eight hundred dollars a month for the car, then on top of that paying. Paying uh, like I don't know how much you would pay for the for the insurance for the car for the SUV, but it's that's a lot. Maybe like I'm not sure how I'm not sure how much it is, but that's a lot. Our MDX is just uh, it's a lot cheaper, but that's because we didn't get it brand new. The 2007 MDX we didn't get it brand new. What we did we went to the dealer, we. We said, give us that, get us that MDX 2007. And you, you guys understand 2007. I mean, you guys understand that most people don't get 2007, don't have the car since 2007. People get it from the dealer. And then they say, oh, give me a 2008 or give me a 2009. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, it, it seems cool. And now I understand. And now I understand why people get get cars like Hyundai's, Kia's, people get Toyota's, people get Prius. And I do understand why most people are getting and I do understand why people are getting the, the Teslas, the thirty five thousand Tesla. Like thirty thousand to thirty five thousand dollar Teslas. I do understand why you're why all of you are getting them. I technically do understand why. And I have to say I agree with you. Get them. The only thing I have to say that I'm I'm really mad is that those cars don't have all the features that you'd expect. I'm being honest. Like those car those cars don't have all the features you you want. And look, for those that are mechanics or, or those, my father's a mechanic. 
And my father knows about cars. And as a mechanic, he is a very good mechanic. So don't don't think, oh, he's the type of person that he's a mechanic, but he's not a good mechanic. No, he's a great mechanic. But the thing that I have to say is that the thing I have to say is that look, I, I do understand why. I do understand what when my father says, no, don't, I don't trust you getting. If you're going to be driving, I don't. I don't trust you getting a Hyundai. I don't trust you. I don't trust the Hyundai's. I don't trust uh, uh, the Kias. I don't trust the Volvos. I mean, he does trust the Volvos when they're brand new, but when they're old, and he's like, nope. I don't trust the Volvos. I don't trust Volkswagen. I don't trust Ford. Like the cars. He doesn't trust the companies themselves. He he's had Hondas. He's had he he's had like two or three Honda Accords. He's had Malibus. He's had cars like I think the eighties, like a Honda. I mean a Toyota, a Toyota, uh, a Camry. Like the eighties, early nineties, I believe. I think it's eighties. Then we had a. Then he had a, a. What else did he have? He had a Chevrolet truck. Then we had a a Toyota Ford Runner. The Ford Runner, the the old ones. Like I would say maybe. Two thousand four. I don't know if it was two thousand four or maybe earlier, like nineteen. 1990s to 2004 somewhere around that time then we had a then we had a, a Toyota pre-runner I think it's called the Toyota Tacoma pre-runner or forerunner or something like that and and we've had many, many cars so we we do know what about cars we do know that that which cars we feel like are the most are the most usable which are the most reliable because we've also had the Malibu the I think it was like also 2005 Malibu or 2004 Malibu so we've had all kinds of cars in the past so people so when they tell us oh why why haven't you gotten a, a Hyundai we don't get Hyundais because we don't we don't rely on on Hyundais and then when people say, I, I, I see people with, with Mercedes-Benz. That's good. That's good. Good that you got a Mercedes-Benz, but it's not for me. I don't trust Mercedes-Benz when it comes to to uh, the the features or what, what is it that I say? Not the features, but I mean the the reliability. Like, I don't, re I don't find it reliable. Like, we, I'm the type of person, like my father, that we won't get something that's unreliable if we know it won't be reliable what's the point of getting it just to be honest so like i've told you in the past we have a, an acura mdx i would say maybe 2007 i think it's 2007 and then we have an acura uh what it was i don't know we have a acura mdx and then we have the toyota camry 2018 and I forgot to mention that we had an Acura before. And I we had an Acura what was it? An Acura T uh, uh, the TL. I think it was 2.1 liters or something like that, TL. Then we had the 
the Honda Odyssey. Which I have to be honest, I loved the the Acura TL. I have to be honest. I mean, to to be honest, like like to be honest, the Acura the Acura TL. I was very young at that time, but I have to say I I loved it. I loved the Acura TL. Like, it's, I, I I just. I just love the Acura. Then the Odyssey, I kind of lo I kind of liked it too. Not not in a way that I'm going to say, "Oh, it sucks." No. I'm not going to say that it was I'm not going to say it's better than 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 the Acura, but I'm going to say it it was a great vehicle. It was a great minivan. It was great. I oh, I forgot to say that we took a trip from Los Angeles all the way to Denver, Colorado in our Acura TL. That was amazing. Oh, that was that was incredible. And then we took a we took a trip from Los Angeles to to San Francisco on the on the Honda Odyssey, which was also great. But the only downside to that was that it's it's really really it was really really heavy. So it was it, it uses a lot of gas. And and to be honest, look, we like I said, we have an Acura MDX and we have a Toyota Camry. So like we said, the Toyota MDX 2007. I don't know for some reason I love it compared to the 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 Toyota Camry. Like I don't like the Toyota Camry. I I, I do like I do like all the most of the features it has. I do I do enjoy that that Bluetooth that. I do enjoy Bluetooth because what do you expect? The the Acura MDX does not have no Bluetooth. It doesn't. It doesn't have it doesn't have Bluetooth. And that's the sad part about it, but like I said, other than that other than that I have to say that that I I, I enjoy the Acura MDX way better than I enjoy the, the Toyota Camry. That's two thousand eighteen. Yes, you, all of you would would say what? Why? Why do you why do you care more for a two thousand seven car than a two thousand eighteen? Those that have never driven Acuras or have never have never had a, an Acura in your whole life. Yes, I would I would agree with you. If I mean, I would agree if I never had an Acura in the first place. If we never tried an Acura, I would probably be like Acura. I don't want no Acura from two thousand seven. I don't want no. 2010 Acura, come on, give me my, give me my my Toyota Camry or give me my my Nissan or whatever I, I've had in the past. No, I I still would say I like that Acura MDX 2007. Why? Because I just feel like the Acura MDX compared to the to this to to the Toyota Camry. The MDX is way more comfortable. High speeds, comfortable. I feel like the the shocks in that or the the chassis, something that is so incredible. I, I just have to be honest. It's just so so incredible for the for the Acura. So that's the truth. It's it's just so incredible with the Acura 
how at high speed it's it's still very very comfortable but for some reason i just feel like the shocks on the toyota camry are just like like what I, it just disappoints me like are you serious that's all i have to say ladies and gentlemen that like the the toyota i don't have to repeat this but the toyota the shocks or the chassis something when you're going at high speed and you hit a bump like the car bounces i mean it, it just doesn't bounce nicely what it feels like it feels like something fell like you like the car just fell into a hole and just went bah! like it just hit hard bah! and then it bounces you back up but in the acura and dx it just feels like smooth if you go through a bump it just bumps but in a way that's so comfortable i just don't understand how I just don't... I don't know any other way of explaining it, ladies and gentlemen. But that's how I feel. I feel like... If you're gonna go... If you if you have the money, go for the Acura. But if you don't have the money, then... I don't know what to say. I don't know. I, I just say that the Toyota's good. But in terms of... Of comf comfortable... I mean, comfortability and, and that... I don't know if comfortability is a, is a word, but... The comfortableness being comfortable is just incredible in the in the MDX but in the in the Toyota it's just it's just sad just sad how it's not as comfortable as you would expect it but both cars their the noise the cabin noise is just it's just incredible in both cars just to be honest the cabin noise is just great but like I said it's just it's just sad that you you would, ex it's just sad that you still say a two thousand an older car is feels better than a newer car. Are you serious? Like, it, it, it's just my thing. Like it, it's crazy. Are you serious? An older car feels better than a newer car. But that I guess that's because it's more luxurious the the MDX compared to the to the Toyota Camry. So. What I'm just trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is that I feel like I'm more comfortable. I, I, I feel better being in the MDX than being in the in the 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 Toyota Camry. Even though the Toyota Camry is more newer and and that's about it guys. So I don't know what else to say. If you guys if you guys have driven an Acura MDX, you you let me know if you if you would rather have an, an Acura or you would rather have a Toyota? I mean, let me know if you're if you're listening on the in the in the uh, Apple Podcast, or if you if you know my YouTube channel, Wolf Food Reviews, Wolf Reviews, Wolf Vlogs, and that's about it, guys. If you guys can find my channel at YouTube, let me know what you guys think of the Acura. Do you think the Acuras? is not as good as all the other cars or you think the the other cars are better than the Acura in terms of reliability usage and comfortability you guys could let me know in the in the Apple, Apple podcasts and I would like to I would definitely like to 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 hear what you guys have to say so thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast I have a I have the regular podcast on Thursday and as always thank you guys for listening
and I'll catch you guys in on Thursday's podcast.